get our sparkle on. Sorry, I probably Show muffled this. the noise. Yeah, there. you did. Come on, sing with me. Get. get can you your move up a bit? Jesus. <laughs> get, get your, your sparkle, sparkle on. Show this world where you belong. All it takes is a little faith. Believe it. Sparkle. <laughs> Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Betty Boop this morning. Why? I don't like the way she went boop, 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 boop. Why? I just think it didn't sound right to me. I feel like I would have done it in a different way. How would you have done it? I don't know because <laughs> she did it in the most iconic way. So now I can't think of another. But I just think I would give that line a better reading than her. Sorry, Betty. I love you. I'm very excited to listen to the Betty Boop musical. Wait, what? Yeah, they made it. It looks so cool. I'll show you pictures after. Sorry. Wow, we were like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna start recording regularly again, and then it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. What happened? Like, what was the most recent thing happening? It was like near her Halloween. Yeah, it was near Halloween. The last time we recorded, and yeah, I just got the episode out like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. Let's. It's November now. Quick recap on what we've done. We rewatched all of Riverdale. We freaking watched the Five Nights at Freddy movie. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy, I, singular. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not halfway through. I loved it. It was and so no much fun. Did it, but I the loved critics it. didn't like it, but the insane internet children did. I loved the pillow fort scene. Oh my god! Like it was for every child who found out the backstory of those guys and was like, "I just want to be their friend." Yeah. When Bonnie fell over, like, yeah, that's cinema. <laughs> Gosh, it was like it was just like an insane child. Uh, the biggest girl failure you've ever met and a pathetic sopping wet cat yeah. of a man just flopping yeah the whole time <laughs> uh-huh so there's kind of been a renaissance of josh so now like yeah into it, the i am like josh hutcherson and the new hunger games movie yeah ballad stuff. of songbirds and snakes i am back on my hunger games bullshit uh-huh that oh, we haven't those even movies, watched these those books they were so good we haven't watched it yet so. no because it hasn't been cinema <laughs> here yet <laughs> um I love the you, the, one, the wonders of island life. Yeah, you get movies Here weeks on later. The island. <laughs> she had so. Oh, much we fun we started me. watching Twin Peaks to fill yeah. the Riverdale sized hole in her heart. I really liked it. I it's love so Twin much Peaks. fun. Um, I would say that I don't f- think every single teenager in the show needs to sleep with a grown adult. Uh-huh. It's like in season one, it's just like it was like here's a twist where this old man is in love with Laura Palmer, and it's like not a twist. Not a twist. Every like single every single, oh, every single creepy old man this town is in love mm-hmm. with Laura Palmer. Like she cannot have been that great, guys. <laughs> she cannot have been that great. <laughs> she had like she had a boyfriend. Like she had, a side pe- two. She had a she boyfriend. Had two boyfriends. Well, no, she had her boyfriend. And then she had a side piece, two creepy old men, a best friend who there was some weird homoerotic shit going on with. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Oh, and also when um, what did it when Denise turned up in season oh, two, yeah. I was just like, I'm about to watch the, the worst television ever. Like our mom was sitting there, like because like she watched Twin Peaks when it first but came she out. Can't remember. Much. She was just like, oh my god, I can't remember this. And we yeah, were, this is gonna be the worst thing ever. We we're about to it see hate like, crime take place on TV. It, it was, was actually wild. like she was fun. Denise was like great. I'm like the Twin Peaks do some of the best trans rep to ever try. Yeah, it was 
like so like normal well not normal they still misgendered her quite a bit yeah but it was but like, like but like you know cooper it's like he immediately apologized when she uh-huh. corrected him like it was fun i mean it's still you know played by a man dressed up which is not great but you know again for the 90s that's crazy this is great uh-huh. <laughs> i was so shocked because I thought it was generally going to, like, ruin this whole thing for me. And I was like, I'm going to have to stop watching this. Some pictures. Father's right. It is a mess over here. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. <laughs> Boris Johnson. So many of them. Just That sounds so weird out of context. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make it sound like Tories. <laughs> You're making it sound like Tories. We have so many framed pictures <laughs> of Boris Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> just no, let's just not even explain the context. <laughs> yeah. You have to find it yourself. I feel like this microphone is too tall for me. I'm too short and tiny. You can you can go up on your. I don't seat. want it to though. This is fine. Okay. Printer's still digging into my side. Huh? Printer. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, I don't think so, anything else happened. So. Barbie in a fashion fairy tale. Love this movie. I don't like how off this. Sorry, I need to. You you can move it because I'm gonna hit a button. <laughs> um. Oh, it's Christmas time, by the way. Happy Christmas. It is. We're getting our decorations up in like two days. Yeah. Daisy, you put it so close to the close button. Can you please move it to like that? <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> okay. We have a 10-year-old's birthday this weekend. We need to get our decorations up. We're <gasps> dog-sitting. Too much. Too much. Too much. Barbie and a Fast and Fairy Tale was released on DVD on the 14th of September, 2010, and it premiered on Nickelodeon on the 21st of November. It was directed by William Lowe, written by Elise Allen, produced by Sean McCorkendale and Shelley DeVivardana, possibly? That's how you pronounce it? Shelley Carradin. <laughs> <laughs> She's not in this movie. <laughs> Evil Kelly Sheridan. <laughs> and the music was by B.C. Smith. Like I just said, we actually do not have Kelly Sheridan reprising her role as Barbie. Instead, we have Diana Karina playing Barbie, and she goes on to play her in the next few movies as well. It also stars Adrian Petru. I don't know. Is this Petru again? It's an I. Yeah, Petru. Adrian Petru as Ken, Tabitha St. Germain as Elise. Patricia Drake as Aunt Millicent, Alexandra Devine as Jacqueline, Shannon Chan Kent as Delphine, Marie Hendricks as Teresa, Candice McClure as Grace, Britt Irvin as Raquel, Shiarazani as Shine, Kelly Metzger as Shimmer, Andrea Libman as Glimmer, Brandy Cop as Sequin, Charles Faffy as Jacques, 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 and Anique Obonsawin. Maybe that's how you pronounce it. As Juliana. So, this movie is actually about Barbie and is set in her real life for the first time since Barbie Diaries. We begin with her filming her latest movie, The Prince and the Pea. Everything seems to be going well. However, in the middle of filming a scene, the director brings in zombie peas. Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Barbie suggests... Um, to some people... <laughs> <laughs> Barbie suggests that the princess in the pea is so great because it's simple. The princess stays true to herself even when things get hard and everyone doubts her. However, the director does not agree with her, even though Barbie's suggestion will obviously lead to a superior movie, and fires her. 
After being fired, Barbie starts to get destroyed on social media and in the tabloids. She got cancelled. For being a diva, which is immediately followed by her getting a phone call from Ken, who dumps her. She was going through it. After her terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, Barbie decides to go away for a while with her poodle sequin to visit her aunt Millicent, who is a designer in Paris. Meanwhile, Barbie's friends, Teresa and Grace, go to confront Ken. They find out that Raquel actually asked Ken if he would help her run lines for an audition and recorded him before sending it to Barbie to make her think Ken had dumped her. Ken tries to get in touch with Barbie, but Grace tells him that that wouldn't be enough and he has to go to Paris to make a big romantic gesture, which he decides to do. Also during the scene, we learned that all these bitches are still in high school and they're like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Which I do not like being older than a Barbie character. I hate it. Same age as her, so... Mm. I don't have to think about that yet. <laughs> Barbie has already arrived in Paris and bumps into Jacqueline, who is a diner and owns the shop across from Aunt Millicent's, and Jacqueline has an assistant called Delphine. And they tell Barbie that Millicent is washed up and is going out of business. Barbie doesn't really believe this, but when she gets to her aunt's, then Millicent tells her that she sold the building to a hot dogateria and is planning on moving away to the country. And this is also when she meets Millicent's assistant, Elise. Barbie mentions that... Alan? What? Elise Allen? (laughs) (laughs) No, just Elise. No. She has like a full name, but I cannot remember it. Yeah. Barbie mentions that Jacqueline was right, and Elise fills with rage, yelling about how Jacqueline is a hack who steals designs from people like Millicent. Millicent says that it isn't just Jacqueline, that people just don't seem to like what she's selling anymore, so it's time to move on. Barbie agrees to help her and Elise pack, so Millicent leaves the two of them to pack away some of the things upstairs. Barbie mentions that the studio seems so weird this quiet, because when she was younger, everything there seemed so alive and magical, which makes Elise want to show her something in the attic. Elise tells Barbie about a story she read once about mystical creatures who appear from an ancient wardrobe to help designers. Elise then shows Barbie how a wardrobe in Millicent's attic looks the exact same as the wardrobe from the book. To wake up these creatures, you need to apparently place a worthy design in the wardrobe and say a chant. So they put a dress that Elise made inside, which Elise says might not be worthy, but it's what they've got. They say the chant, and the wardrobe starts to glow, and three flairies appear. Shine, shimmer, and glimmer. That's flairies with an L, mm-hmm. by the way, not fairies, you idiots. I bet you all thought it was fairies, you <laughs> common folk. Don't yell at me when I say this next thing, because I do say the word fairies. <laughs> <laughs> the flairies are wingless fairies although don't call them <laughs> <laughs> although don't call them fairies because they really don't like that who instead use flare to fly around they use the wardrobe which is called the glitterizer to travel around the world helping designers when they're called on by glitterizing designs that make them inspired which is what they've done to Elisa's design <laughs> Their main home is Millicent. <laughs> okay, I'll let you finish. Oh my god. Sorry, just the way you said fairy and then just kept going and then the plot just got more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can go again. Anyway. <laughs> the Flairy's main home is Millicent's fashion house, which is where they draw their power from. So obviously it would be very bad if the fashion house was gutted and turned into a hot dog etheria. Can you just chill? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so I need to 
host disease it always hurts <laughs> i know but we're laughing okay you have tummy host disease and weird i'm a weirdo disease yeah okay go action <sighs> Oh my god, it looks so cute in that photo. Yeah. I love that photo. This is my favorite photo of myself, honestly. When you were like three? Mm-hmm. It's all downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you showing it to the computer? <laughs> Nobody can see it. <laughs> that would be funny. Okay, go. The Flaries, Barbie and Elise, go to talk to Millicent to try and convince her to keep the shop open. But Millicent says that she's already signed the contract and she won't be able to afford to get out of it. Unless she makes and sells out an entire new line in the next few days, which would be impossible, especially since people don't really like by people don't really like her designs anymore. The girls and the flairies are all commiserating together when a woman walks by and sees Elisa's dress through the window and asks if she can buy it. They sell it to her and she wears it out of the shop and everyone outside is obsessed with it. Barbie then comes up with the idea that Elise should try and design and sell out a fashion line in the next few days to save the boutique and the flairies' powers. Elise thinks that would be impossible because she doesn't think her designs are good enough, but Barbie and the Flairies convince her, which leads to Elise and Barbie going for a day out in Paris to see all of the places that most inspire Elise and get the studio up and running again. Meanwhile, Ken is now the one having a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. His flight to Paris is grounded due to bad weather and he ends up beefing with an annoying child on the plane before ending up in a long truck ride to the nearest train station with Teresa's cousin and a slobbery pig. <laughs> That's like so me. Guys, <laughs> I don't know the pig. <laughs> I just think I don't know. I feel like I really get Ken in this movie. Yeah. First day, the worst day. <laughs> Monday, senior year. Riverdale, are you ready for no, me? No, Daisy, go. Okay, sorry. Otherwise, we're never gonna stop. <clears throat> Eventually, Millicent finds out what the girls are up to, and although she loves Elisa's designs, she's skeptical that their plan will work until she finds some sketches of her earliest designs that Elise had put up for inspiration. She agrees to let the girls put on a fashion show at the boutique the next night, but she still doesn't agree to help them out, saying they don't need her reputation dragging them down. Meanwhile, Jacqueline and Delphine are spying on Millicent from across the street and are confused as to how she's making new designs. Where'd it go? I clicked on something I like. Meanwhile, Jacqueline and Delphine are spying on Millicent from across the street and are confused as to how she's making new designs and how it's all so good. Delphine ends up seeing the Flairies talking to Barbie and Elise through a pair of binoculars and Jacqueline connects the dots that the tiny mystical creatures are the ones making the designs so good and decides that they have to go and kidnap them. After Barbie and Elise leave to buy more fabric, they go over and take the Flairies away in a bag and bring them back over to Jacqueline's where they trap them in a cage. Jacqueline tries to get them to glitterize her designs, but they're not inspired by them. The Flairies try to tell Jacqueline that since they're not inspired by the designs, that magic isn't stable. But Delphine sprays them with cheap perfume and forces them to do it anyway. When Barbie and Elise get back that night and find out the Flairies are missing, they panic that the show won't be able to go on. But Millicent, seeing how much work they've put in, agrees to help out, saying that Elise has inspired her. After Barbie, Elise, and Millicent have all fallen asleep, Barbie's poodle sequin and Millicent's dog and cat Jacques, Jacques oh my god, what's this? Jacques. Jacques and Juliana see the signals that the flares are sending out from Jacqueline's, and they go over to rescue them, getting all three of the flares back to reunite with the girls and glitterize all of Elise's designs in time for the pas- fashion show. Passion show. Passion show. It is a passion That's show. Like, oh my god! I want to make. I thought there was a head, a head, <laughs> but it was the egg. Um, 
I'm gonna make a fashion line and I'm, I'm gonna make do a show for it and it's gonna be called Passion Show. <laughs> Someone's probably really done passion that. fruit everywhere. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dresses inspired by passion fruit. Yes. Uh. The next morning, Ken has finally made it to Paris after falling asleep on a train and missing his connecting one, getting caught in a rain shower while waiting for a taxi, ripping his jeans while bending down to pick up some money of his that blew, that blew away, and getting stuck between two zombie peas for stealing costume for some reason while on his flight. So he gets a taxi to Millicent's and gets stuck in a traffic jam, and then the taxi gets a flat tire, which he's to get out and change, <laughs> because no one's available to change it, and the driver refuses to do it himself, despite saying he knows how to do it. <laughs> And while changing the tire, Ken drops a tool on his foot. <laughs> so real! Unfortunately for the girls, Jacqueline has planned a fashion show for that exact same night, using the designs that the Fleury's glitterized, and everyone is at her show and no one is at theirs, except for the guy who's bought the building and takes his job very literally by dressing in a giant hot dog suit. But luckily for the girls, since the Fleury's weren't inspired by the designs, they end up disintegrating on stage and stinking up the whole place, causing everyone to move across the road to Millicent's fashion show, including a super famous fashion critique. The fashion show goes brilliantly, and in Glimmer, the little flop Fleury, who's been struggling with her powers the whole movie, completely redesigns Barbie's finale dress when they go to glitterize it while she's on the runway, making her realise that her true talent is being a designer. Can I make... A little joke here. Yeah. Glimmer the Flop Fairy is an alternative title for season it's three of Shira. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Everyone is obsessed with the dress, even Jacqueline and Delphine, who came across to watch. At that moment, Ken finally makes it to the fashion show and runs on stage to tell Barbie that he would never break up with her and it was all just a big misunderstanding. Barbie says this is the most romantic thing she could ever imagine. They kiss and make up while the audience applauds and the Fleury's transform Ken's clothes because his jeans are still ripped. They get enough orders to save Millicent's and the Fleury's powers. The super famous fashion critic invites them to an after party and Jacqueline even realises the error of her ways and apologises. Millicent accepts the apology and tells Jacqueline that her work does have a lot of potential and she'd love for them all to work together someday. When was this movie made? 2010. I just noticed a statistical error. <laughs> <laughs> While on their way to the after party, the producer from Barbie's last movie comes to find her and tells her that the studio wants her back for a new movie, not just as a star this time, but as a director. She tells him that she'll think about it, but first they ha- go to the party, they have a great time, the end. Yay! Yay! So... So let me get my let me give me let me let me go and pull up my notes. Mama, let's research. Mama, let's <laughs> research. Okay. <laughs> the first thing being okay. Let's talk about pet romance. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait. I'm gonna do a history lesson. Okay. Two history lessons actually. Part one. Lily Martinez. Um. <clears throat> So the intro to this movie, newbie, newbie, yeah, a new movie, a newbie, yeah. This the intro to this a newsies mo- movie. Daisy. <laughs> there already is a newsies movie. Yeah, well, another one. <laughs> um, sorry that I don't know about the newsies movie. God, <laughs> it was made before the musical. Well, it was the musical, but the Broadway stage up. I'm gonna stop. So the intro to this movie <laughs> is like different sketches. And designs it's just like it's very simple how do i explain this it's just like loads of different fashion sketches and it's very pretty and i really love it 
It's one of my favorite Barbie movie intros, actually. And only losers have favorite Barbie movie intros. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Can I just say something quickly about that, though? Um, Listening to the intro song, I realized I could not remember it. And literally the only song from this movie that I could remember is Get Your Sparkle On. The intro song is Life is a Fairy Tale. Yeah. Life, life is a fairy tale. It's I a think fun it, song. Yeah, I think it did kind of make me appreciate, though, just how great the music in Mermaid Tale was. Oh. Because, like, I just could not remember any of these songs other than Get Your Sparkle On. They were so forgettable. I liked Life is a Fairy Tale. I yeah. think it's a good song. Oh, I can't remember it. That's great. That's great for you, Daisy, <laughs> but I love Life is a Fairy Tale, okay? Oh, do you really? Yes, I do! Okay! <laughs> so the sketches are done <laughs> by, by Lily Martinez, who was... I have it in my name. Do I have a cut? No, I don't. Okay. Lily Martinez was a head designer for Barbie for, like, this era. She made, like, the big fashionistas line that everyone loves. Everyone loves. And if you don't, that's a you problem. She made my seat. Which one is the fashionistas line? Oh, I I can't explain. Let's bring up a photo. No, because you're going to look up 2010s. Okay, I'll look it up. Oh, those guys! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go look up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look up right now. Barbie's 2010s fashionistas. They are so pretty and I love them. That mm-hmm. one actually has a, one of that's like a, one of her sketches. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, no, these are like the Barbies I can probably remember the most from when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love them so much. Um, and I love Lily Martinez and I think she's so cool. She also made my scene and she also um, helped stuff for the beginning of monster high she really was carrying mattel on her back at this point (laughs) it's actually scary how much this woman was doing um she also had this little um (coughs) she also had this little um it's like a video that came with the dvds and it's called like it was one of the i can be doll videos and it was like i can be a fashion designer um that's fun i think that's nice yeah um and next, let's talk about Grace. Yeah, because I was so confused. I was like, who the fuck is Grace? Who is this woman? Because mm-hmm. she's never seen her heard from again. I'd never heard from her before. So one of Barbie's friends that like is there for her on set after she was fired, her name is Grace. And she is actually a part of the sewing style line, which was... I have a, an actual like... Hello, did I not write this down? Anyways, Grace is from the sewing style line, which was a line that was like of all black Barbies, not Barbies, but like, you know, dolls, um, that was made in the same time period. And she was also in a couple episodes of Life in the Dream House. She was? She was, yeah. If you want to look up Grace, <laughs> if you want to remember her, look up Grace, Life in the Dream House. Her? Her? Yeah. She did nothing. Yeah, but she was on a few episodes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just a hater. Okay, that is our history lesson for today. I love Lily Martinez. She is so cool. Um, and I love that she did all the designs to this movie. Um, and I love all the fashion in this movie. It makes me happy. And I'll talk about that more when we get to mm. Paris. <clears throat> um. So, so the Barbie like, gets cancelled. <clears throat> before that, okay. I have lots to say. Yeah, me too. So the very first scene that we see is obviously Barbie as the actress Barbie filming a scene for her new movie, which is The Princess and the Pea. And like, 
this whole movie seems a little bit confused on its themes and on its like messaging but I'll d yeah so it's obviously this is kind of meant to be a homage to the earlier Barbie movies yeah like it's kind of because at the beginning their first four movies was all adaptations of fairy tales Disney hadn't done yet that was basically their whole thing that they were doing you know <laughs> All of the earlier <laughs> movies were set in, like, these, you know, far-off mystical, magical realms, most of which were, like, kind of set in the past. Um, Barbie's outfit in the scene is very similar to her dress from Diamond Castle. It's like if a dress from the Diamond Castle and the Three Musketeers had a baby. Mm -hmm. Like, the person... A little tiny baby. <laughs> like and the... they named it Fashion! <laughs> <laughs> anyway... The person who's, like, Barbie's co-star in the movie looks exactly like the villain from Island Princess. And I think it's quite interesting because Three Musketeers is probably the last movie that we could class as, like, a classic Barbie movie. Yeah. You know, it's, like... I love the next movies, but, like, it's definitely, like... Mm -hmm. Like, after this point, we really don't see movies that are set in the past in magical fantasy worlds anymore. There are still fantasy elements in all of them, obviously, but they tend to be set in the modern day like in a few years we don't even really see the concept of barbie as an actress who's playing different characters in movies anymore like now she just she's just barbie and so yeah it's about her so like on the one hand it seems to be kind of a homage to the earlier movies and kind of saying goodbye to this but it also seems a bit confused because barbie is really fighting to keep the movies the same as they've always been to keep them simple fairy tale stories and she's framed as being in the right with this but again, we never see them go back to this type of movie that Barbie is that like her character is really fighting for. Yeah, and I can't help but wonder if like this was kind of a bit of a commentary on what was going on internally at Mattel at that time. Uh huh. That's what I was writing mm -hmm. as well. Like at one point, Millicent says to Barbie, "If your audience isn't like what you do, does it make sense to keep doing it?" And Barbie says, "No, it doesn't." But by the end of the movie, both Barbie and Millicent have realized that this statement is false. You don't have to stop doing something altogether, but you do ha kind of have to tweak it and make it more modern and bring in new people with different ideas. But it also has the message of how you shouldn't just go along with something because it seems popular in that moment. And you should stick with your own vision because Barbie's like against the zombie peas and like, um, no, zombies are super popular right oh now. Oh my God, this movie could be seen as like Barbie against peer pressure. Like Barbie <laughs> does not want kids to do drugs. Like it is zombie peas. <laughs> you know, it's... Creating a new drug and calling it zombie mm -hmm. peas. It's like... It's very confused in what it wants to say. It's like, is it saying that Barbie needs to grow and change? Is it saying that we should keep it the same? Because it is saying, keep it the same. Keep these nice, simple fairy tale stories. But they never do one of those stories again. And it's like, at the point when they were making this movie, my scene was pretty much dead in the water. And Barbie hadn't been part of that line for years. But there still seems to be awareness that Barbie and the media they're putting out for her needs to change if she's going to continue, going to, continue to be popular. Mm-hmm. Like, as somebody who knows no more about what was going on, like, internally at Mattel at that time, what do you think of that? I think um, the beginning of this was kind of discussing the fairy tale fatigue, as some people might call it, um, which is basically just, like, how many princess movies can we do? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was kind of my main takeaway <laughs> from it. Um, in other news, Zombie P is kind of scared little Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I liked, I liked the beginning of this movie. Um, here's a fun little fact for you. 
basically while we are like watching the movie we see the camera guy looks exactly like Brake did mm-hmm. in last movie which adds the little bit of lore that Brake probably wasn't an actor it was just the camera guy <laughs> that they got to fill in to be Barbie's grandfather um this movie was really crazy to watch like when you're little because it's like Barbie's breaking character yeah in the first couple of sec I've been flip-flopping a lot from like different things that's fine but back to kind of what you're saying it's re- this is a really crazy movie yeah it it's is. like Barbie breaks character she talks about how she's an actress and how mm-hmm. she's done all these things like they're completely break they're they're smashing up like the lore kind of yeah because I think one of the reasons they always did it so that Barbie was acting in these movies is so that they could kind of keep Barbie's world normal. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, they didn't have to add in all these mystical fancy elements. Like, we kind of saw it in Thumbelina. But, like, Thumbelina's just weird. It's just... It's just <laughs> Sorry, I don't Thumbel- know what... Thumbelina is just, like, a weird little outlier. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just a weird movie. Love it, though. Love it, but it's weird. Uh-huh. But this movie, it kind of puts a stop to all that. It's like, no, fairies exist in Barbie's world. Just, uh-huh. That's just it. I think we can kind of... Both statements can be true, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, um, Barbie, she lives in a normal world while her, 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 by her, like, I'm going to stop making any points now. Daisy, you're going to talk for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Just me? Um, no. In this scene, the director goes, you know that flapping thing you were doing, doing with your mouth, mouth just then? You, you mean expressing, expressing my opinion? opinion? Yeah, that. that. No, no more, more of that. that. That he's the worst <laughs> man ever. I hate him so that's much. A, that's a funny line, though. Yeah, it's like it's actually so funny how like Barbie's just out here like, guys, I know how to do this better than you. Let's talk, and she did. Let's talk about Barbie getting cancelled. Oh yeah, no, but it's so funny because after she's fired, she's like, I can't believe I was fired. I've never been fired. It's like Barbara, you're sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> chill. She's like, my life is ruined, like, and everyone on the internet agrees. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the title of the article um so she there was like an article but it was like 10 minutes after she was fired she was in her trailer boom article like by, the, dire- the director leaked to the gossip blogs yes yeah. uh, the article was on a website called the movie gossip and the title was barbie space space fired exclamation mark exclamation mark and i thought that was really funny because like gossip sites like that they really don't care about grammar yeah that's very real to life they're gonna put two spaces in and they're gonna keep that (laughs) they're not making any edits and people in the comments hate her they're ripping her to shreds i know barbie stands oh they were having the worst day of their life like news starts coming out that her and ken have broken up it was must have been like when taylor swift and joelle were yeah but in steroids barbie ken thinkers posting well dot 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 (laughs) (laughs) and we'd be like no guys it's fine i'm sure they're still together like they they would never break up (laughs) guys oh my god it was said by people it's not how it's happening can't wait for barbie to start dating travis kelsey (laughs) or her version of him yeah wait 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 Could you not phone, please? I just gave a squirrel a piece of bread and it straight smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha ha. Hashtag crazy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to say that on mic. 
<laughs> thank you for waiting for me while I quoted Travis Kelsey's tweet. Anyway, yeah, Barbie saw on Twitter it was going up in flames. Like they were going through it, they were fighting for their lives. Um, Pop Base was tweeting, Pop Crave was tweeting, and all the pops in the like in the replies. They had to be like, Pop Base, please stay out of family business. <laughs> Pop Base, please. Pop Base. <laughs> <laughs> Film updates posting. Gosh. Um, oh my god, there's my Grace bit. Do you want to just do it now? So Grace is a character from So and Style, aka SIS, which was a line of black dolls created in 2009. Um, very cool. I really like all the Sith dolls. I think they're so cute. But they're very What about the trans ones? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like I like the cis dolls. (laughs) Stop it! You don't like the trans ones? God, I do! Let me talk! I really like them, but they're really expensive on eBay, so if anybody wants Um I'm if anybody here is a millionaire and a really big fan of this podcast, <laughs> please DM us on our Instagram and I will send you my doll wish list and you can buy all of them for me. Number one on the list, the Betty and Veronica pink label Barbies. I will literally be in debt to you the rest of my life if you give me those. I can't even express how much I would love you if someone got me those dolls. I would start crying. I would start crying. Oh my god, why do I not have them? They deserve to- I deserve them for free. Anyways, back to the Barbie movie. Oh yeah, people also- people on Twitter are probably tweeting like, Oh, I always hated her. Oh yeah. There was always something off about her, guys. Um... Mermaid tail. There was a mermaid tail poster in yeah, her. Yeah, mermaid tail poster. She mentions filming um Three Musketeers, which I find weird because Three Musketeers use a different animation style. Yeah, I don't really care about that though because Little Ellen, she was going insane. Oh yeah, it's like, like I know I watched that movie Barbie. I know this, what you're this is your Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, this was not, really, not. Is that what it was called? Into the Spider Verse. There's so many. There's Into the Spider Verse. There's um, there's Spider Man No Way Home. There's Multiverse of Madness. Girl. They need to stop with all those multiverse movies. <laughs> Just be normal. Sorry. I'm, if you like Marvel, no hate. Have, um, have, I'm sure you're having a great time. I too love my mediocre franchise, so I will let you have yours. What, Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Like, so much of Star Wars is so mediocre, and I'm like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever seen I in my life. I was like, oh my god, a pergol! And they're like, oh my god, why are people excited about this? And I was like, oh, sorry. Sorry for having fun. Sorry for having fun. Sorry for experiencing childlike wonder and whimsy. Yeah, um, Raquel was really funny for this. She was. Like, she had a master plan. She was like, she like, what if I told you I'm a mastermind? Mm-hmm. Like, she but her plan really... failed, unfortunately, for her. Uh-huh. But, like, how did she send it to Barbie again? I think Ken went to the bathroom and she stole his phone. Oh, yeah. Um, here's a fun fact about Ken. Um... His voice actor in this movie also played Ezra Bridger in Lego Star Wars Droid Tales. Yeah! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is insane! He's here! He came home! He actually did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but um, you know how I said last time we were definitely kind of seeing the beginning of like Nikki and Teresa's characters mm-hmm. shaping, which Teresa this movie is obsessed with like yeah. aliens and conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. She was like she was play- she was once again playing into the bit. Like I love her, I love her so much. I love Teresa. I'm so Teresa. I can't wait to talk about mermaid, not mermaid, tell Teresa. Um, Beth the Dream House Teresa. Oh yeah, 
She's my favourite character of all time ever. But, like, I think we definitely see Ken's character becoming Ken uh-huh. in this movie because this would have been just after him and Barbie, quote-unquote, got back together, right? No, this would if it's 2010, right? Yeah. Can you double check that for me? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God, why am I burping so much? Yeah, it came out in September of 2010. Yeah, so they got back together in 2011. What? Valentine's Day, the same day they broke up. Ooh. Yeah, it was crazy. Were they just like building up to it? Maybe I don't know. They did like a vote online vote thing, but like they were not. They did not actually care about those votes. Yeah, they were just doing whatever the hell they wanted. Um, but yeah, we kind of see him becoming like what everybody thought Barbie and Ken were gonna be like in the Barbie yeah. movie. You know, uh-huh. like him just being like this himbo who's obsessed with his mm-hmm. girlfriend. Like, and that that really is the beginning of his character becoming that. Yeah. Can I just say that once... Oh, God, I'm flip-flopping so much. I'm so sorry. Um, Once Grace finds out the news about Ken... Well, not news, but once Barbie gets sick off of Ken, Grace is like, immediately, we're blocking him on every platform. <laughs> you are buying a flight to Paris, and you are leaving. Seriously, like, Grace is a wonderful friend. I wish she was in it more. Uh-huh. Barbie's flight to Paris was so empty i counted there were nine people did she like buy out half the plane i don't know why was her dog why did her dog get to be on the flight maybe it was like a a taylor swift thing where she like she sometimes rents her plane out to other people maybe maybe barbie's has a really huge plane that has like three aisle seats and two seats on either side also on the little tv on their plane they are fully watching the paw patrol movie Not, but it was a, there's a, there's It's a, like a super dog movie. There's a blonde, there's a blonde pup who is flying and is wearing pink and has an S on its shirt. <gasps> this Barbie is like, pre- predict Paw Patrol. Barbie predicted Paw Patrol. I'm the best pup on there. Mm-hmm. Love you, Sky. Oh, I said that she's going to come running like a little, like dogs do. How <laughs> 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 did you do that sound? You're good at it. Yeah. He's, no. he is out. Out cold. It's not actually. He's he's awake, but he's wide awake. Um, oh, Grace was also so funny for being like, no, Ken, you can't just phone her. You have to go all the way to a different continent right now and surprise <laughs> her with a huge romantic gesture. <laughs> she was like, she. I know she's like, like. I know that she never really liked Ken that much. Her planner is fool. Like mm-hmm. she's like fully like managing Barbie, even though Barbie probably has another. Match. She's like also managing Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like they get to school every day, and she's like, Barbie, here's where we're staying for lunch. Your first class is here. I'll meet you in the bathroom second period, so we can readjust your makeup. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I also find it interesting that, like, Ken really wasn't in many of the other movies. Like, there was the boring male love interests. Uh-huh. Which, and I think using Ken works a lot better. Because even though him and Barbie, they have, like, one scene together in this whole movie. It's like, it's Ken! So you know they're, yeah. be- they, you know I they're never, together. I never viewed the people in, the people, the guys in the old movie as Ken. They mm-hmm. were just, like, Barbie's co-stars who she was cool with, mm-hmm. you know? And also because her and Ken were, quote-unquote, broken up for, yeah, like, for a huge chunk of that time. Rest in peace. Rest Hard in day. peace what? Hard day for Carby Nash. <laughs> Ken and Barbie Nash. Oh! <laughs> when I they thought, broke like, up. I thought you were just like... And when, name. what's his name? Like, Bryant came... Oh! Terrible. Bryant? Was that his name? I don't know. No, he, he was, was one of the Mycene guys, Bryant. What was his name? Was it Blaine? Um, Blaine, that was it, yeah. But yeah, um... 
one other thing, crazy thing about this movie. In my scene, Barbie had to give a full-on PowerPoint presentation to go away. And this scene, she was like, I'm mother, father, I am buying a I'm plane out. ticket yeah. and I'm out. I'm also, she has, a, she has a she lot like, of her... I'm sure she has so much money to yeah. herself in this movie. And Millicent is there as well. But maybe Aunt Millicent is the type of aunt. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, please be careful with her. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there is this whole side plot about how Aunt Millicent is, like, testing out different hobbies the whole movie. She goes from, like, roller skating to parkour to paddle boarding. I know she tears up a bottle of red wine. Oh, yeah. She like, she is up. a wine aunt. Uh-huh. Like, she gets drunk. She dances in the kitchen. She, like, comes... You know she's coming by the sound of her, like, five... Like, 50 bangles on each arm. And yes! She, like, she, like, she has this little T-Rex arm, and she's, like, moving them. <laughs> as she walks and, like, her things... And she points a lot. She points a lot at things because she's a designer. That's um, my head cannons for Aunt Millicent. Barbie's yellow raincoat look when she first <laughs> arrives in Paris. What? <laughs> I called Jacqueline and Delphine the toxic Yuri Barbie shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote these notes a while ago and I can't, I can't really remember anything I put down. Anyway, Barbie's look when she lands in Paris. Oh! The yellow raincoat and the bright pink boots. What's that little guy's name from it? Um, Georgie. Georgie wishes. <laughs> Georgie with Pennywise. Georgie wishes he was alive. Pennywise was looking and he was like, okay, girl, I see you. <laughs> he was looking at through that sewer. Yeah. Having a little peek. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the fashion in this movie is really great. And then some of it is not that great. Um, name one. The first dress that Elise made that was apparently so amazing. I'm sorry, like, I know the 2010s were a different time fashion-wise, but I don't think that was ever in style. Mm-mm. Maybe it's because the only person we see it on is, like, a ginger lady. And, like, <laughs> like no, like, it just, and it's a pink dress, and the colors totally don't go, and it's not styled at all. Like, Madeline Pitt's gonna show up in your mirror tonight, and you're gonna start <laughs> coughing up blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, like, there's so many dresses in this movie that is, like, I really like the rest of the fashion in this movie. Like, some of it's a bit dated, I guess, but, like, it was the 2010s. I think my favourite one is probably the dress that Barbie wears in the fashion show. Like, there's, like, a mermaid dress is the only way I can describe it. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's really tight. And, and it's like, got, like, the scallop yes, design. Yes, I uh-huh, love that. Yeah, and also yeah. her finale dress. Her I'm, pretty finale sh- I'm pretty sure we had that doll. We had that doll. We had Marie Alicia, which is her last name. I just found mm-hmm. it out by looking at my notes. We did? Yeah, I did. I had her in a draw. I can remember because the dress, I really loved that dress. I put it on every single one of my Barbies. I really liked how it looked on my, like, skier Barbie who had that purple streak in her hair. I thought she looked really good. At- <laughs> Sorry I'm playing dolls in my mind right now and <laughs> just explaining it to you. I don't you. think that purple streak was there naturally. Yes, it was. Was it? Yes. Okay, because I know me and Nicole, we dyed the hair of one of your yeah, Barbies. I know, but it wasn't her because she always had that purple streak. She's okay. a purple streak queen. Um, I had her. I had, okay, so I had the Barbie. I had Mary Alicia. I had, um... One of the flaries. I can't remember which one, but I love that flary. I used to chew we, on her legs. You had the glitterizer? I had the glitterizer. I, that's, I'm so mad I don't have that anymore. I had the glitterizer. Basically, what you did was you put little glue decals on this dress, and you put them in the glitterizer, and it flew up glitter everywhere, and then it stuck on the dress, and then your dress got glitterized. Um, hello, greatest <laughs> toy in the world. Um, every single other MGA was like shaking in their boots. 
Probably not, actually. Well, maybe a little, because Bratz was starting to flop a little. Yeah, and that's the whole idea of, like, if people don't like what you're doing, change it. I guess so, and then that turns out not to be the thing. It's because kind of, like, Bratz was kind of going downhill. They were reaching the end of their peak, Mm -hmm. and then Barbie was... Right, Mattel was rising from the mm. ashes. Yeah. But also, they only rose from the ashes, really. <laughs> they only rose from the ashes, really, because of Monster High, which was something new and different. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So, quick explanation for what just happened there. We, we yelled very loudly because somebody knocked on our door, dropping off a dog that we were dog-sitting for the weekend. The dog was very loud, so we decided to stop and like finish recording that monday about three weeks ago now (laughs) and um then ellen got ill and then i got ill and i still have a fucking cold i'm still all sniffly and then um it turned out i didn't save this episode so we thought we were gonna have to record the whole thing again which means we'd need to have plenty of energy and not just do like you know another 20 minutes of it (laughs) um and then when i clicked on this today I found out that actually I could I could have the whole episode restored. It actually fucking saved it. It backed it up. I don't know. But yeah, it's been like three weeks. We're back. Was Lizzie even dead on Secret Life last time we were recording? I don't think she was. That's crazy. <sighs> we hadn't even we hadn't queen. seen the Twin Peaks movie. We hadn't. Weird. Crazy Weird. Movie. I really liked it though. Yeah. It made me like Bobby a lot more. It made me much more interested in his and Laura's dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think they ever spoke before. I just thought they were, like, dating to keep things up and, uh-huh. like, did coke together. And that was literally it. But it turned out they had a dynamic. And it made me think they James. Really sweet. Yeah. And James, that man, boring as fuck. He doesn't do much. He doesn't do anything. And, like, I'm okay with that. Like, you don't have to do a lot of stuff. It's just I'm not going to find you entertaining mm-hmm. or like you. Oh, we also watched the new Hunger Games movie. We did. Rachel Zagler, hello. Um, I, I feel like I am 10 years old again because I'm back to obsessing about, like, the Hunger Games and Doctor Who. Yeah, it's crazy. You're regressing. I've regressed so many uh-huh. times. I've regressed <laughs> so many things. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're probably going to repeat a few things or miss some things out probably because it's been, like, nearly a month. Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to talk about Rachel Zagler a little more. I loved Rachel Zagler since the beginning, okay? <laughs> none of you guys love that woman like I do. And none of you guys actually care about Snow White. Yeah. Sorry, I just... Very serious about that. Mm-hmm. Let me find in my note. Did you see if I did the little guys? If you did, you can do it again. Okay, then. <laughs> Do you just want to start there with Elle's little guys? Yeah, let's... Why the hell not? I feel like I did, because I feel like I discussed pet romance, but also maybe I didn't. Just do Um, it again, just do it again. So... It's time for Ellen's little guys! Thank you so much, Daisy. I don't have as much energy. Thank you so much. Jesus. We don't have to do this, you know. Don't get mad at me about being... Not me having fun and you not. Sorry, that was mean. Um, okay, start, okay, we're gonna, so, I was looking on the Barbie, the Fashion Fairy Tale wiki, because of this, because I was doing research for other things, um, I'm a professional, and one of the, like, subheadings was just titled Pet Romance, (laughs) which I thought was fun, um, because who doesn't love a little bit of pet romance, especially when it's got its own little subsection, where you can discuss a lot of it. Um, we're gonna start off with Sequin, who is Barbie's dog. 
Um, so, um, first things first, in the movie, they, um, Sequin refers to a backhanded compliment as a backpod compliment, and I always think it's fun when movies do that, when they're just, (laughs) yeah, you're making me feel stupid. (laughs) Ow! I just nodded at you, and then you were staring at me weirdly, so I laughed. (laughs) Sorry, oh my god. Um, I think it's fun when movies develop characters for, um not characters but like they world build the animals that can talk it makes you think more about it you know um and i think that's interesting um i love sequin i think she is um the coolest should i say the coolest barbie dog I'm trying to think of all the other Barbie dogs. I think she probably is, yeah. Yeah, because there aren't many dogs. It's mostly cats. I, um, yeah, I love... Mostly the one, mostly, like, the cats get to have the personality, and the dogs are just, like, they're either cute or they're evil. I love Lillian Sparkles. That's her name, right? This is so embarrassing. This is literally one of my favorite movies of all time, and I can't remember. You can't remember the name of the dogs. Jeez. Yeah, Sparkles That's and That's like if I forgot R2-D2 and C-3PO's names. That's so crazy. Could you imagine? Um... But yeah, I think I love Sparkles and Lily, but they don't have the the personality because they don't talk. They don't have, yeah, they don't have a personality, but they do have that one clip. We watched the Christmas Carol DVD that I um bought the other <laughs> night, and we watched all the extra features that came with it. And there was this one of Sparkles and Lily just like painting the entirety of the Diamond Castle. It was fun during one lunch break. Not related at all. Well, it kind of is. Okay, I'm going to stop rambling. I love Sequin. She is, um, I feel like I don't want to reuse all these words. I'm going to say girl boss. I'm going to say slay. I'm going to say serve. She's all that, okay? Um, I think you should move on to the next one. Yeah, nine out of ten, ten out of ten. One of those. Jillian. I love Jillian. She is Juliana. Juliana. Sorry. Um. Juliana and Jacques. Okay, I'm going to talk about them a bit together. So, we go to Paris, and they're just, like, these two pets. I don't know if they have an explanation. I think Jacques is Melissa's dog. I'm not 100% sure what Juliana is. Maybe she's just, like, the cat that lives in the attic. Yeah. She's, like, a homeless cat. Mm-hmm. That's why Aww. she's so skinny. Yeah. I love Julian. She is... <sighs> I feel bad saying this. She's always been my favourite of the three. Because I think it's because she's a little bit cringe fail. I think she's a little silly. No, she's not. She's just like really mean. Yeah. And but she's also cringe fail. She's also cringe Like, I've missed a classic Barbie movie cringe fail while we were doing my scene. Yeah. The, the closest thing to a cringe fail was Madison. And that was just because. I think we could tend to say all of them were cringe fail. Yeah. Like, what the hell is a Bryson? <laughs> Wait, who was Bryson? He, like, was written out. He was Lily's boyfriend and he got written out. His name wasn't Bryson. Yes, it was. Shut His up. His name was Bryant. And I know this because we just had this conversation <laughs> when I was listening to it to find out what place we were at. We just had this conversation and you thought that Bryant was the name of the guy that was Barbie's boyfriend after she broke up with Ken. His name was Bryant. Oh my gosh. I'm going to eat the microphone. Why am I Please so don't. terrible with my Barbie knowledge today? It's all right. I swear, swear I'm good at it. I swear, I swear. Okay, well, I've gone off the thing now. Also, I don't like Hudson. Sorry. Not mm-hmm. related. I just wanted to say I don't really like that man. That's a real true team. Yeah. Was Hudson again. Was he the blonde one? He was the blonde one. He Most yeah. of the plots in Masquerade Madness surrounded 
burned him in Chelsea. And it like got you got halfway through and you're like, okay, can we wrap it up? Now? <laughs> like, I'm you done. got halfway through a 20 minute long quote unquote movie. <laughs> I got 10 minutes in and I was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough Madison and River. Where are they? Julian. I love Julian. She's my Juliana. Juliana. <laughs> oh, my ear pops. I love her. She's a 10 out of 10. She wears this little purple skirt at the end and Sequin wears a pink one with stripes and it's just like as Jacques and um Sequin is they're getting all of this attention for how cute they are like there's this one bit I can't remember exactly what they say but they're like you know amazing designer Jacques ace model Sequin and Juliana yeah it's like come on guys and she's just so pissed give her her recognition but um, in the end when she frees she's the one who gets to free the Twiller bees t- okay not the and <laughs> now I get to make fun of you. Look what they're called. The flairies! <laughs> the flairies! They're not fla- fairies. They don't have wings. Neither are the Twiller bees. <laughs> I'm so convinced they're part of the same species, though. Ooh, conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, they're both wingless. Yeah. I called her Betty Cooper coded in my notes. Because she, she is, because li- she takes her little claw and, like, uses it mm-hmm, as, like, a, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so Betty We're Cooper still going to be mentioning Riverdale. Don't worry. Gonna it's never going to stop. Oh, and also we watched May December. It was really great. Oh my god, Charles Melton is literally gonna win an Oscar, guys. It's crazy. Um, people, but people uh, start calling him Baby Girl, and I don't like it. That's no, because that's he's no. He's you ours. You don't deserve him. Oh, also, that video of Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore laughing when they're asked if they saw Riverdale. I tweeted about this. Excuse Natalie me, Portman. Natalie. I watched the prequels, you know. I've seen the prequels and I will defend them. But, but I also defend Riverdale. I've seen what people have said about them. Natalie. Natalie. It's not very good. Natalie. Julian, I don't really know much about. Yeah, I don't know much about you. But you seem like a cool girl. Um, so Nat- maybe you <laughs> should watch Riverdale. Maybe you should. Okay. okay anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, finally. Okay, I'm giving Juliana, Juliana a 10 out of 10. Woo! Jacques. Um, little weirdo. Hate that man. Um, there's, like, this implication that, like, Jacques has been going through, like, months and months of burnout <laughs> because, like, he hasn't, um, you know, designed anything. I said, I guess the lack of opposable thumbs really got to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's cool, but he was kind of, like, doing a little too much when he met Sequin for the first time. Oh, yeah. I was like, And okay. then at the end of the movie, he goes and flirts with this dog statue that he thinks is real. Like, can we calm it down? I'm like, I'm gonna support you because... I want Sequins to be happy. Yeah, I'm, like, a big supporter of her and her dreams of being Sky from Paw Patrol. <laughs> I did remember that. I usually forget everything we talk about in episodes, but I did remember mentioning Paw Patrol. Um... <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I like him, but, like, yeah, he introduced himself as her destiny. Just, like, okay, ever after He reminds me, like, at the fashion show at the end, he ends up dancing to Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, my God. For way too long. And then, like, a sequence of Juliana to, like, drag, drag him, him back. And it's, and like it's so in, Ryan. Because, like, that was literally a scene in one of the episodes of, like, <laughs> in his dream house. Where Ryan's out on the stage doing that. You're dead. My friend and Nikki and Teresa are just like, what is he doing? Make it stop. Oh, God, please make it stop. <laughs> oh, God, I cannot wait to get to Dream House. Uh-huh. My favorite part of that episode was when Teresa literally like, was about to strangle him. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, she was about to kill that man. Anyways, seven out of 6.5 out of 10 for Jacques. Um, 
be glad that you got that, okay, Jacques? Could be less. Um, and finally, the flaries. Um, I'm doing them all in one because they're kind of just one person. They all the most the person with the um the most. Oh, sorry, I still got stuff in the back of my throat. Don't worry, so do I. <clears throat> they're kind of like all the same person except um. Okay, wait. I'll read it. So Shine is very boss, boss babe, power chic. Um, Shimmer is cute little guy, and Glimmer, who is my personal favorite, obviously, radiated pure cringe fail loser energy. Oh my God! Such a little. She is just such a flop. She like everything always, she does. She's like trying to like be like her sisters. sisters. Yeah, sisters? I don't know. They're colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah they're just colleagues um i don't know um and i always wanted to own a flary which i don't know it seems kind of weird because like they're kind of like tiny people especially with um and you needed one for your own <laughs> personal use yeah and especially because shine is very like flary liberation <laughs> It will. It seems like that sometimes. She's very Hello. like set on her like we. If you design something ugly, we hate you, and we hate your designs, and we hope you die. So it's not like liberation, but she's very sure of herself. Um. So I think I think she'd be kind of mad at me for saying I want to own one because I don't think you could particularly own one. They have to be inspired by your designs. But we did own one. You literally owned one of the dolls. I did. Yes, <laughs> and I found a listing for one on eBay the other day, and it was really cheap. But I lost her because I was sleeping when it when it. Oh, you've been losing a lot. I know, I lost. Okay, this is, I'm so mad about it. I've been thinking about this for days. I found an original Barbie from wave one of my scene. She still had her chain. She had like her original outfit. Basically no marks. Perfect at all. Like $5.99. She was $5.99 with $3.59 shipping. Oh my God, I was gonna like, and I, I was winning too for most of the time and then at the very last second i was like you know what i'm gonna put my bid up to 10 pounds just because i'm so thankful for this woman and when i'm talking last second i mean last second and i saw someone else place a bid for 50p above me and my 10 pound bid didn't go through so i lost her (laughs) i can't do this i'm getting too emotional you're back okay cool are you kidding me Are a 10 out of 10. Thank I you have, for listening to Ellen's Little Guys. I have more to say about the flaries, but I will save that for later. Okay. Yeah, um, I love how Ken is just out here, like, fighting for his life this whole movie, trying to get his ass to Paris. Even if it's with a two-year-old boy. Yeah. And Well, Barbie is out here going on dates and being swept off her feet by some disaster yeah. lesbian. Uh-huh. I love Mary Alicia. Oh, she yeah. She's the coolest to me. She is so geek chic. Uh-huh. Okay. 2010s. You were there. I was there. I was you, had, you had a chibi drawing account? I did. <laughs> I didn't use it very much, though. Mm-hmm. Of course you didn't. No. I can't draw. <laughs> um, I love her, though. I think she's so cool. Like I said, I had her doll. And I loved her. 
and I used her dress so much on my other doll so that she started to like peel not peel her dress like it had like a certain <laughs> material and it like started to like all yeah, come you off the dress did I come th- even the, the, the ski barbie oh, yeah yeah you did all that okay <laughs> I'm sorry but yeah um but also Ken is like a better man than me because sometimes in the middle of the night I can feel you again <laughs> Ken is a better man than me because if that child had been that annoying to me on the flight and like I like gave him what he was giving me back and he's like going yeah I would kill him do you remember that episode of uh do <laughs> <laughs> it was about the flight with bitch like deserved it 10 year old bi- oh wait no wait it eight year old bitch deserved it, it. Yeah, that's how that I felt watching me. this scene. <laughs> like, literally just stole the child at the window mm-hmm. and kill him. One thing I find really interesting... Oh, I'm so scared I'm repeating myself with all of these. Is all of these people are French, but have, like, the... Th- and they have, like, the thickest accent you can imagine. Mm-hmm. But they all speak fluent English. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, you just can't think about that in movies like this. Yeah. You just, like, you just have to let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Oh, my gosh. Um, so... Barbie and Mary Alicia, they put this um, the dress in the window that they glitterized, and like this little, this little, I was gonna call her a little woman. She's fully grown. <laughs> this woman comes in and she's like, "I need to have it. Give me the Which dress." Which one was she? Joe, um, yeah, Amy, Beth, she and was Meg. the one who died. Okay, what was her name? Which one was that? Which one was that? Was it Beth? I think it was Beth. Yeah, Beth Rube. <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure it was bad um yes yeah. the one you are yeah it was really fun one time daisy was assigning us little women characters and she was like you're bad and i was like that's the sick one who dies isn't it and i was like, like yeah you're disease ridden yeah. <laughs> like, that valid the only reason she gave me her which like i'm cool with you're also artsy yeah and she's like you know she's very she's very sensitive i don't know much about little women yeah i know neither do i really i know they're small and I like to collect some of them. They'll ah. talk. Okay. Crazy. <clears throat> um. Anyways, and she's like, I need the dress, and I'm wearing it outside because it's the greatest dress I've ever seen. And I was it's like, It's the greatest dress I've ever seen. We need to watch greatest the dress. to get in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Um. And after she buys it, um, Mary Alicia and Barbie do this little thing, and it looks like they're stimming together, and it's really fun. <laughs> Oh yeah, because Marie Marie Alicia, she's autistic. She is. She's autistic. Autist, autism. So is Aunt Millicent. Dare I say? You might. She be right. definitely has. Are you kidding me? She has doing the just like swag. She's doing this thing where she's just like, here is my new hobby. I'm dedicating my life to it. And, and then the day after, it, she's later. like, Nah, I wasn't. That's dead to me now. <laughs> I didn't actually want to do that. I, I, I kind of bothered. <laughs> and I do that the whole time too. I'm like, God, I'm gonna get really good at this thing. Then you forget about it. And then I forgot about it. I'm like, maybe I should learn to knit. Yeah. I'm going to learn to (laughs) knit tomorrow. And I never do. (coughs) Um, Did I mention the Arc de Triomphe? Probably not. Just, if you have, I will delete it. They drive past the Arc de Triomphe. The Arc de Triomphe is one of the, in their little traveling montage where they're like getting design inspiration. They drive past the Arc de Triomphe, which is one of the, um... Dan- most dangerous roads in Europe. In fact, it is so dangerous that insurance companies will just like split the bill 50 50 because you are putting yourself in danger by driving on that road. Oh, yeah, that one. So I think it's very fun that. Thank you, S1 French class. I can't remember anything from you, but that's fun. 
Um, so Barbie and Mary Alicia could have died. Guys, it's really yeah, sad. They didn't. I'm glad. Yeah, praying for you for living. Here's a detail that I really love. We see Millicent's early designs, and all of them are very reminiscent of early Barbie. Mm-hmm. I think you can see that with the like all of them have like ponytails and they're very um 50s centric. And I just think it's fun. Okay? It I, can fun. I have fun A maybe? lot of like the illustrations in this movie are really beautiful. Yeah. Once again, thank you Lily Martinez. I love you. <laughs> okay, let's go to Jacqueline and Delphine then. Okay. Um I think that I don't get the whole, like, that they're copying the designs of, like, Millicent's <laughs> designs. I, I, I can kind of get it. Yeah, like... But, like, their <clears throat> designs are so different to me. Like, Are they, like, just basing it off it? Because Jacqueline's designs were actually really good. I love... And I don't know if it's just because they're very 80s, mm-hmm. and this was kind of, like, before 80s style was fashionable mm-hmm. again but like even though the 2010s was like 80s renaissance you know it was like 30 year cycle i felt like the closest designers you can compare jacqueline to would be like alexander mcqueen and Vivian mm-hmm. westwood and i love them yeah so it's like, i love jacqueline and delphine's designs i think they're stunning yeah and like i guess it does make sense that they're good because they quote unquote steal them from other designers yeah but like if it's stolen from other designers, then why could the Fleary's not get inspired? Because they're stolen. Yeah, could they just, like, sense that? Yeah. Okay. At least that's what I think. But um, Jacqueline and Delphine, they're also, like, they're so funny. They are just... They're so insane. Like, they have a pair of binoculars specifically for spying on other uh-huh. people. Jacqueline nearly throttles Delphine mm-hmm. with the band mm-hmm. from them when they're trying to get a look at the flurries. They don't move from that one spot all night. For hours. They just While they're stay trying there. to, like, waiting for their chance they're to go out so kidnapping. Serious. When it's finally time for them to go, like, Delphine has fallen asleep and Jacqueline has to wake her up and she wakes up yelling, No, not the flag! <laughs> absolutely no explanation. <laughs> Flag. I love her. She was what like is the flag. Did I already mention how I felt she was like Portia before Portia? Who's Portia again? Ginger, Princess Charm School. Yes. Not me, Blair. Why would she do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love Portia. Oh my god. I cannot wait to get to Princess, mm-hmm. Princess Charm School, which we will be doing in like we, three days. Yeah. <laughs> we are again in like another mad rush to speed run time. <laughs> Before a Christmas special, it's like is this gonna become like a Christmas tradition? Yeah, we're probably not gonna get up on Christmas, but maybe New Year's Day. Yeah, something, sometime around, sometime like that. Um. Okay, back to like the design stealing because I forgot to mention this. Why? (coughs) Oh God, start the drink. Well, this is fun. Okay. Anyway, um, I think it's really like I don't get how. It would make sense how, like, Jacqueline and Delphine are stealing designs from a designer that is, like, kind of starting to be seen as, like, old and out of style. Yeah, because, like, if all of Millicent's designs were very 50s, like, 60s based, Mm -hmm. like, you know, late 50s, early 60s, then how did that translate to, like, 80s designs? Then Millicent does say to Jacqueline, like, you have lots of potential. Yeah. 
So, like, is it just that she was using the basis of other designs and adding, like, her own flair to it? But isn't that literally just fashion? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's literally just fashion. I think it's confusing because, like, even when I was little, I was looking at Jacqueline and Delphine and I was like, yeah, they're the villains, but their designs are sick. Mm -hmm. I would totally wear those. And not just the sick smells are coming off them. Am I right? (laughs) High five. Thank you. Um, That was a really, that was really fun. Yeah, that was I liked that. Um, and Jacqueline's designs really did not suit the glitter anyway. Uh-huh. Like, I, sh- I think she was fine without the glitter. And I'm not sure if the glitter was just like an animation choice that was supposed to represent like the designs being taken up a notch. I guess that's kind of what I always, when I was like five years old, I was like, I don't think they're actually getting glittery. I think a new kind of... I think Why the, they human, call it the glitterizer? I think the human eye cannot comprehend the fashion levels that the glitterizer <laughs> takes the outfits to. And all we can comprehend is the sparkles. <laughs> and the sparkles is some of it, but there's something deeper underneath there, just like humans. Yeah, but like... Am I right? Yeah, sure. I remembered Jacqueline and Delphine being much more evil. Yeah. And doing like much more to take... I Dad think Millicent. honestly like, the most evil thing that Jacqueline did um was kidnap the Flaries. <laughs> was kidnap the Flaries and also like throttle her friend. Yeah. Her friend. But like okay, whenever I watch an animated show and like there's a character like behind bars in like a cage or something, yeah. I'm just sitting there like I know that this is I know that like animation is expensive guys. But could you not have gotten these bars As slightly tiny, closer yeah. together? Just slightly closer together. Like, this person can literally just fly straight fl- out of it. Like, you can fly, guys. You can just, like, come they out of it. You can just get out of it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that, like, even as a <clears throat> child, you notice, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you could squeeze out. I'd be so good in this movie because I'd just never be in prison. <laughs> like, in Thumbelina, didn't she go to jail or was she visiting someone in jail? Not Barbie Thumbelina. <laughs> <laughs> Twiller bees had to go to jail for eco terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> um. Get but your sparkle on. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay, we're still going to this. Gonna... Yeah. Um. But like overall, like again, kind of going off of that whole, I can remember Jacqueline and Delphine being more evil. Sorry. I was kind yeah, of like surprised when I rewatched this movie by how boring it was. I know you said that, and I I completely disagree. But I will listen to your argument. Like it really is like a very simple story where Jacqueline and even the Flairies, they don't really have much to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I get why the Flairies are there because they're, like, a cute concept and we had, like, the glitterizer when we were younger and, like, it was a great toy. But in this movie, they really didn't do much, especially since a key part of the this um, a key part of the plot was meant to be about Elise learning that she didn't need the flaries wait a second what you're telling me this movie wasn't supposed to be a cinematic masterpiece but was instead made <laughs> to sell toys yes i'm telling you that no <laughs> they're gonna tell me ever after high was for the same thing oh god <laughs> you're never gonna believe this <laughs> you're gonna be so heartbroken go you can talk again sorry yeah <laughs> but like 
A key part of the plot was meant to be Elise learning that she didn't need the flares and her designs were great on their own. Like, literally, like, her last line is like, magic happens when you believe in yourself. But it's like, no, magic happened because the flares liked your designs. Yeah. It's like, the whole thing's like, your designs were fine on their uh-huh. own, but the flares are still seen as this thing, as this thing that, like, puts it over the top. It's like, I feel like, honestly, it would have been much more satisfying if it was just about Barbie and Elise teaching each other how to, like, you know, like, rebuilding, well, for Barbie, rebuilding her confidence after mm-hmm. she's been fired. And, and for broken Elise, up with and cancelled yeah, and everyone and hates Elise, her. Yeah, and for Elise, like, about just building her confidence straight up and believing in herself. Like, even the Flaherty's arc was lacking. What was a little cringe fail? Flary. Glimmer. Glimmer. She was the only one who had any kind of an arc. And, like, at the end, it's like, they discover that, like her type of skill is that she's a designer yeah but she never showed any kind of wish to be a designer she never showed any kind of like skill in like just designing normally like around the fashion place when they were doing their designing sometimes you're just a little stupid and you have to have some you have to have your magical powers tell you what your career is supposed to be (laughs) i know from personal experience i hope but yeah um and this movie also showed me because like these last few movies i've been or, like, the movies that... Most of the movies that I can remember watching a lot when we were younger, I've been really nice to. And then I thought that was just nostalgia. But now watching this movie, I'm like, oh my god, it's not just nostalgia. Those movies were just Aww. better than this one. How fun. I still love this movie. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like, it's not a bad movie. Do you I don't know my nitpick about the flaries. What? It should be glimmer, shimmer, shine, not shine, shimmer, glimmer. Okay, cool. I don't like shine, shimmer. It doesn't sound right. Glimmer, shimmer, shine sounds better. Yeah, but, like, I just have a lot of, like, it's, like, the messaging of this movie makes literally no sense in any way. Like, it's all just so conflicted. But they had fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did have fun. Um, okay, can we get our sparkle on now, please? Yeah. Get your sparkle on! Show this world where you belong! All it takes is a little faith. Believe it. Sparkle on. Um, this is the most Barbie song of any Barbie song. Oh yeah, Barbie song so hard. It's also the only song from the movie that I can remember. Uh huh, which is crazy, because Life is a Fairy Tale is also great. It's just very forgettable. Okay then, to you maybe, but okay. to me. <laughs> sorry that sounded mean um i love this song it's on my barbie playlist do i have i do think i have life is a fairy tale too if they have on spotify i don't know barbie is so weird about the stuff they put on spotify they could have put the christmas albums up hmm 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 Hmm. um but i love this song i think it's great i listen to it so often um type yourself up yeah because sometimes you do need to get your sparkle on. I should listen to that before all my exams. You should. I think I just found a life hack. Um, great song. 10 out of 10. Um, Arnie was in the booth when they were recording that, like, spiritually. <laughs> Sorry. He, he's, like, he doesn't work on the movies from this point on. From Three Musketeers on. But which is another sign that, that movie was the end of an era. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna keep. No, on I'm, I'm being deadly serious. I know. There. Yeah, I'm gonna keep on talking about him though because I love him. Okay, he means a lot to me. Um, 
I don't know. Give me a second. Okay. When Ken got to Paris, he kissed the floor, which doesn't seem sanitary. Yeah, they're very clear about the fact it doesn't seem sanitary. Everybody's looking at him like, what the fuck is this weirdo doing? Yeah, I And know. he's immediately just like, ugh, 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 why did I do that? But also, like, there are so many stories. I think it's funny because, like, there are so many stories of how, like, terrible Paris streets are and how, like, unhygienic there are, they are and how there's, like, needles just, like, lying around the whole time and sometimes the streets just, like, smell like pee because so many people pee on the streets. And, um... That's nice. Yeah, I just... How do you know this about Paris? Because, uh, I don't know, it's just something the internet tells you one day and you're like, thanks. Well, and you believe thanks. everything you see on the internet? Yes. Okay. Freddy Fazbear is real. <laughs> um, There is a Freddy hole Fabio? in the center of the earth and hobbits live there. Um, and Walt Disney's head Walt is Disney's under head Disney. Walt Disney's head is frozen under Disney. <laughs> I mean, that looks obvious. Yeah, obviously. Um... Also, the taxi driver that Ken meets, like, in Paris has, like, a handlebar moustache and a beret, which I think is really funny because they just wanted to make it really obvious. Like, this man is way, French. He is French. We are in France right now. It's like, yeah, I think we know that movie. We've been in France, like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Final fashion show? Yep. Final yeah. fashion show. The moment where... Barbie steps out for her Wait, final no, okay. not f- okay. I thought we were starting at the very beginning okay. of the final fashion show. Liliana, what's her last name? Roxelle. That sounds like a moshy monster name. Liliana Roxelle. She's like Anna Winter of the um, Barbie universe, and she has, I think. Did we explain who Liliana Roxelle is? She's like the the big like the biggest fashion. She's the Anna Winter of. This universe. This universe, like I said. Anna Winter, um, she slayed. Mm-hmm. That's what I wrote in my notes. Yay! You got it. <coughs> um, okay, let's go. We can talk about the fashion show now. Okay, well, you start, because I literally just have a thing to say about the very end. People, I know people were switching up so hard on Twitter when they saw this, like, live. Oh, yeah, like, Barbie disappears for, like, uh-huh. three days, and all of a sudden comes back with, like, this sold-out fashion show with some of the greatest outfits anybody's ever like, seen. They were, like, I, uh, like, some people were, like, I always believed in her and other people were like, um, I still don't like her, but like she kind of ate this, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just wish I was there for that. (laughs) It's really sad. I wish I was on Barbie Twitter. Bitter. (laughs) No, it's it's called Twitter in this film. They mentioned Twitter in this film. I forgot about that because it's been so long since we started recording. Um... (laughs) Yeah, Daisy already mentioned who let the dogs out play. Yep. I don't think this movie is real. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to listen back to this movie, to this episode. Like, first of all, we had, we're unbelievable. Yeah. We're unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then we had Who Let the Dogs Out. But at least Unbelievable was like a girl boss cover. Yeah. Literally just a Who Let the Dogs Out. It was just a Who Let the Dogs Out remix. What the hell? And it was a male dog. 2010s were crazy, dude. I was barely alive for them, but... (laughs) Oh I know, God. but I can't you were really, remember you were really much. Like four when they yeah, started. I can't remember weird. much. I'm young. Sorry, I'm just young and hip and cool, I guess. Um, so Barbie comes out in this like little fishtail gown. This is before I mentioned her. earlier that is my favorite gown. I love it so much. I think it's very pretty. Um, she has like a high ponytail. Um, Ariana Grande has tried and she has failed to match the pure slay energy this exudes. Um. Like the moment at the very oh, yeah. end, um, that's the next thing where I Barbie comes, where it's like the silhouette of Barbie's like high yes. ponytail, yes, the logo of, of Barbie, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. 
changed lives. It really did. Changed my it life. It really did. The original gown is <clears throat> a little basic. And then when the flares do it up. Oh, there's fireworks on it. Oh my god. There's it's, like actual light up fireworks on it. so amazing. I love that dress so much. Another one we had the doll for. Her hair got really sticky because of the lipstick in it. Yeah, just to die a little bit. <laughs> it matched her yeah. hair. It matched her dress. Mm-hmm. It was cute. I just loved it. I loved this. I love this doll so much. Like I mentioned before. I just really love my doll. Um... I'm so proud of Ken for making it. Mm-hmm. His final suit look is a little ugly. Don't you ask what they meant to do for him? I know, but I just I wish they didn't go for silver. I wish they went for a hot pink suit. Yeah, but they were going to do pink that. Pink for girl, blue for pit, silver for boy. Yeah, silver for boy, pink for girl. Um, but when like Ken comes in. in when Ken comes in and he just like tells Barbie, it was a mistake. Don't worry. And Barbie like immediately takes him back. I'm like, uh-huh. he didn't even explain what happened to you. She's like, it was a mistake. Oopsie. And then you're just like biggest smile on your face. It's like, Barbara, stand up. It's like, it's like a little awkward though. If he did that in front of a whole fashion show, I think I'd just be like Barbie and be like, okay, <laughs> can we talk later? Maybe I'm slaying right now. Can't talk. Here's, Okay. I found it in my notes. This is what I compared Ken's outfit to. It's like when you are doing a sim male Sims form aware and you just stick on any random suit you yeah. can find and you're like, okay, Because male Sims are boring. That'll work. And it's just, I just, I think that they should try harder. <laughs> try harder, guys. God. And then the end of the movie happens and they go off. And they live happily ever after. Okay, wait, no. Barbie, it's announced that Barbie's going to be directing a movie at the end of this. At the age of 16. At the age of <laughs> Are you kidding me? She's, like, won an Oscar for it as well, because I said she did. Living the dream. Uh-huh. At the very end, also... Oh God, there's... Oh, I hate saying also. So, Millicent and Jacqueline and kind of Delphine and Marilisha are like, let's team up. Let's, like, try and, like, I'll help you with this stuff. And the closest Met Gala theme to the release of this movie was Alexander McQueen's Savage Beauty. Are you kidding me? They would have done so well. (laughs) They would have done so amazingly well. Ugh. I wish I was in the Barbie universe for that. Um, And finally, when they ride off in their carriage, um, well, it's the first limo, but... glimmer changes it to a carriage because not only is she a designer she's an architect <laughs> and they ride off to a castle and um there's like i don't think there's any like castles that exactly look like the one they were at in paris that isn't the disney world you don't see yeah. disneyland castle so my personal headcanon is that they did go to disneyland and they and went on the teacups together they did go on teacups and they went on another ride that i can't think of right now because i can't remember being in paris all that much because you were like two because i was two it's a small world probably that was my favorite still is there was a peter pan ride that we went Uh on like 10 times yeah went on it like twice a day i love that ride (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they went to disneyland paris and they all lived happily Happily ever ever after after. until the next movie which is set right after well not right after I think it was the next movie. It's a fairy secret. Oh, yeah. So it's still like Barbie, uh, actor Barbie universe. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I think it's the movie that she directed, but that they're like going to the premiere for at the beginning. Where can you give a sequel? Okay. Sorry, spoilers. We will, we will get to that. Yeah. But yeah, this movie overall, um, it was a lot more boring than I remember. I thought that all of the messaging was really confused. I don't think it made any sense. And I thought it was perfect, Oscar-worthy, and one of the greatest movies ever made. And that's the feelings we usually have. So... So that's it! We did it after... Only took us three fucking weeks! After five whole years of waiting. (sighs) Okay, so we'll see you next time, I guess. Which will be like two days. Because we'll beat another mad rush. We love you! Bye!